Hello, everybody. Sean Arama, Sean Geek Podcast. Going to do something a little bit different today. Going a little bit solo here because um, sometimes you just need to have an episode done and you got shit you need to talk about. So what am I going to talk about today? Well, I don't know why, but one of the biggest complaints I've always had about fandom and movies and TV shows and that sort of stuff is that I just never have enough time to watch everything I want to watch. When I was a kid, we were lucky to get a movie coming out, you know, every four or five years. That was exactly what we wanted. Hey, look who's here. Do you want to say hi on the microphone? Hi. That is my youngest. Say something. I watched something. The green one is, I don't think green, but the one... Likes candy, not benchables. That sounds. That sounds like you. And is that you? Actually, there are only a few. So we have a co-host today on our show. And you gotta. You have to speak, sweetie. You have to speak. Pay attention. So. If you're not talking, I'm going to keep going. Go ahead. So, so. Uh, I watch all of them, but they're not so much. Okay, I'm going to talk for a little bit. I'm going to have you come back on in a bit. So somehow, because of COVID and because of a lack of responsibilities outside of the house, because there's just stuff you can't do anymore, I've been watching a lot of stuff. And it's a glut of things I've been watching. It's like completely and utterly and totally insane. So I finished off four different series. And I'm halfway through a book. I I, I feel the geekiest I've ever been. Like I I just feel like my old nerd pre-kids guy. But I'm still feeling very much daddy right now. So... I mean, she's sitting next to me like she's just freaking adorable. So anyway, what have, what, what have I been watching? Well, I finally got around to getting Amazon Prime, which is something I didn't want to do, but I needed to buy things from my office at home. So I got the Amazon Prime account and I've been watching stuff on there. Finally got around to watching The Boys. So I pretty much watched the entire first season uh, the week leading up to the new episodes being launched, and I've been watching it every week since, and I'm totally caught up, both seasons of The Boys. What an amazing freaking show. I was a little hesitant with this show. I'm going to pause here because something's going on. I'm back. Sorry about that. Sometimes there's delays, you know? Anyway, um... It was an Eric Kripke show, and I've been watching Supernatural with the wife for forever, and it's her show. It's a show she loves. It's a show we watch together. It's our show. So, this is a new show. Oh, and my wife is still here. I don't know if she's coming on the mic or not. No. No, apparently not. But anyway, um, the show's amazing. It's really good. I didn't expect much, and I delayed watching it for a long time. 
because it was Eric Kripke, not that he's a bad guy, but Supernatural is a little bit of a fluffy show. It was way better than I expected, exceeded every single expectation I had, and is probably the most biting, um, the most biting, most documentary of what superheroes, comic books, and superhero movies are all about since Watchmen came out, whatever, 25 years or 30, 30 years ago. Amazing. Just amazing, amazing stuff. So, yeah, it's great. Um, I'm eagerly awaiting season three and seeing where they're going to go with this. Um, the other show I finished. Now, this one I watched on my own, but we were watching Lucifer. We're caught up on Lucifer. It finally came out, and we got totally caught up on that. We watched that one together. So, caught up on that one. It, this season's a little slower than I would like. Um, I'm not. I'm less a fan of the... The uh, I'm helping the detective parts of it and more interested in the supernatural side of it. But uh, they, they did, you know, they did move the story forward. I feel like we only got like half a season. Like it didn't really go. Like it was just starting to rev up to go somewhere. And it just didn't really get there. So um, I wouldn't give it a thumbs down, but I'm kind of ambivalent on the excitement with it. The other show I finally got around to watching, which I really had a hard time getting my hands on because it wasn't on any service that I had, but I finally managed to watch The Watchmen. Now, this was a show I had, again, like The Boys, a passing interest in watching. Um, I'm a huge fan of the comic book that came out forever ago, and I've reread it a whole bunch of times, like a lot of times. Um, and I've also, uh, I am a fan of the movie and I do find that the ending of the movie painted a better picture than the ending of the comic, but this feels more like a sequel to the actual comic, which is interesting. What are you doing, kiddo? So anyway, I was hesitant to watch it. It's like... You know, w when you made a movie that I enjoyed as much as I did, there's kind of it's pointless to make a show because it's just going to be a rehash. This was not. This is genius, genius television. Very good. Uh, edge of my seat every single episode. It was very engaging. They didn't retread old territory. They did take the aspects of the original show and came up with an original, you know, concept. It was fantastic. Um... I can't say enough about it. Like, it was just blew my mind. It was just perfect. So, highly recommend. And I'm happy it's done. I don't need a second season. I don't need anything else with this show. It was perfect. The build-up, it built up in such a way, um, in a very good Alan Moore style. And uh, if anything, I know Alan Moore is, hates his stuff being reinterpreted in other media, but... If there was anything of any of his properties that he might have looked at and gone, you know what, that was pretty good, this would have been the one. It was just so good. Just just so good. Uh, it's good enough that I actually, I think I want to go and buy it and have it in my collection. Like, it's not a one and done. It's like the comic Watchmen. You don't just read it once. You read through the whole thing, and possibly you read it at least once a year. So that was fantastic. Um, 
and the other show that I just finished watching. Sorry, I'm just distracted here. My daughter is watching some Om Nom stories. I don't know what it is, but it's providing you a little bit of musical interlude in the background. Um, what was the last show I watched? The Boys? Supernatural? Oh, yeah. So my wife and I finally got back to watching uh, Umbrella Academy. So the second season came out a little while ago. And I don't know if our recollection of the show was what we recalled, if that makes sense. I don't think we wanted to go. I don't think we wanted to see it. I think we're kind of delaying. Like, yeah, there's something else to watch. It's better. Um, and I think it was one of those shows where, and if you're parents, you'll probably understand this. Sometimes you just can't watch something dark. You just can't. It's just too hard. Um, your head as a parent goes into darker places than it ever could, and you are more emotionally tied because your children and all that sort of stuff that, you know, you don't want anything bad to happen in the world when you have kids. You're just protective uh, and all those sorts of things. So when my wife and I watch a, a darker series, we have to be in the right mood. So we didn't want to watch this. We kept putting it off. So we finally got around and put me to actually watching the damn thing. And then we forgot as heavy and as dark as this show is, it is also incredibly light, um, very easy to watch, and it just, the pacing of it is just ridiculously fast and easy to get through. It's just, it's good stuff. Like, it's fantastically good stuff. Um, I think I might like this season better. The, the characters are so well-defined and just so rounded. Like, there's so many different sides to it there there, there's so many layers to each character that you don't even sometimes you don't even care what the story is you're just getting to know these characters and you're seeing the arcs that they're going through individually and as a family and the fighting that they have with each other and how they get out of it and how they you know try to save the world together like they're just a bunch of screw-ups but they're family and when you're family you do what you got to do so it was amazing. Now, out of those four series that I saw, Supernatural was the... Uh, sorry, not Supernatural. Sorry, Lucifer was the weakest of the bunch. It was good. Daddy, is this yes. what I watched? The memory? What are, you, what are you saying? I watched this one. You're going to watch that one? I watched the card one with the baby and the dad. That baby really wants that dad to tend stuff. When he hits that every time, he gets dizzy and then things come real and intense. It's amazing. So, uh, Umbrella Academy might rank the highest. I, I couldn't. It's probably a tie between Umbrella Academy and The Boys. I don't know. No. All three were great. How can there be three amazing series out at the same time? that pulled my attention in such a way and impacted me. And by impact, when I mean what I mean by that about that is when you're a writer or uh, you know, when you're a kind, which I consider myself to be, you watch something like that, something that is so well written, so well executed, the direction, 
the acting, like every little aspect. You, you when you're watching, you're almost dissecting. You, it, it's weird. You're watching it and you're dissecting every little piece. Like, oh my god, look at like look at that shot. Look at the way they're acting around that scene. Look how that was written. That the dialogue there is just, is fantastic, or the complexity of the story, but so simply told. And then, but then you get lost in it and you forget you're a creative and you're just enjoying it and you're immersing yourself into that story in an unbelievable way. It, it's, it, it's, it's not often I can say that I'm, I get pulled into something I'm watching that deep. And then when I get out, so I get, I get drowned in this stuff. And then when I get out on the other side, all I want to do is create. And I did. And I've, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's amazing what it does to you. Just simply and utterly amazing. So this is the best of stuff. This is like, I don't know. I, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to watch next. I will take recommendations. Now, someone's here. We're going to pause this for a moment. That's my dog. And back. I'm not going to edit any of that stuff out because it's all fun. So um, what drives you? What are you What are you watching? And are your habits through COVID different? Are you watching things you wouldn't normally watch? Are you going down the deep, dark hole of things that you probably wouldn't even have thought of watching? Well, how have your tastes changed through the pandemic I I don't know I, I'm I'm watching things I never would have and I'm glad I'm, I'm I'm getting outside of my comfort zones but I'm also getting really comfortable in other zones that have become my comfort zones it's like really really interesting time for television um, it's really strange to, to say but with the movie theaters half open or a quarter open which which is really what's happening where, where we are where it's like a 25% capacity or you know it goes from 50 to 25% and there's no movies to play in there other than old retreads we're going to get a song I think we're getting a song anyway um, it, it's interesting that with no movies to distract us we can deep dive into TV, which I was always a movie guy first and a TV show se- TV guy second. So it's really interesting how I'm deep diving into that, and I can, and there's no distractions. There's no, I have the time to watch it. I mean, I do, you know. So I don't know. It's pretty damn cool. So anyway, that's all I've got to say. I know this is a shorty. But uh, just to keep things interesting, I'm going to insert a song here that uh, that I want you to hear. How about that? How often do you get entertainment on this show? Every episode, that is the right answer. Anyway, um, our socials, Sean Geek Podcast. That is where you can find us. Uh, look up Sean Geek Podcast on your favorite podcast player. It's easily the best place to find us if you're looking for the podcast but I also have a web page which you can go to which has a link to all of the projects that I've been involved with and it also includes all of the stuff that you get from Fast Fret 
Um, I'm actually going to go to the website right now. And where can you find the website? Um, you can find the website at seanmeganady.ca. She's singing again, just like daddy. Um, but you can also go to our potty insight, which is eventually going to replace our website. But don't worry. If you know where to find seanmeganady.ca, eventually that will be linked to this pod, to my podcast site. But on the podcast site, it's seangeekpodcast.podient.co, not .com, .co. Make sure you get it right. And um, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's got everything on there. We have links to Todd's um, video series of him playing guitar and other things like that. We've got the dome stuff on there. You can go do that. Um, we've got the Meet the Geeks, which is Corey Taves' strip about his geek ensemble. Um, and you can buy t-shirts from here. You can buy us a coffee. You can uh, donate to our Patreon. And, of course, you can the podcast, of course, right? Anyway, um, thanks, everybody, on this journey. This has been great. Um our switch over to Podient. We're still very virginal with Podient. I'm still learning the ropes of how to use the, the back end of cast platform. And uh, I, I'm very impressed so far. Um, I'm a numbers guy. I work numbers all day long. And it's nice to see. My biggest fear was that we were going to lose our audience by switching providers. And that is not the case. Uh, we might have lost a few people and and... If you found this, please go to the site and resubscribe at the new location. But our numbers are very, very strong. Looks like most of you have followed and looks like we found new audiences all over the world. Actually expanding into zones that we never had before. Which I'm really big on. In fact, here's here's a real uh, a flip of the switch. Our number one country for downloads and streams and all that sort of stuff now is the United States. It, the United States have barely been our market. I mean, we do have listeners in the States and we love you all, but our greatest numbers never came out of the States. It came out of other countries like Switzerland and England and places like that. Um, but it looks like we've broken into the Russian market uh, and France in a big way. In fact... Our two biggest markets are the United States and France in this uh, last month. So thank you for that. I think there's a lot of people or there's some key people that have been sharing and rebroadcasting our show. And I thank you so much for that. Um, hey, I listen to a lot of Eleanor. What are you doing? No, don't step up, up there, sweetheart. You're going to get hurt. I don't want you to get hurt. It's time for a dance party. Apparently I'm going to sign off here and I'm going to go dance with my kid because when your kid wants to dance, the only right answer is, of course, let's go do this. See you guys on the flip side. I was walking on broken glass. Did not feel it. But that all was in the past. Did not feel it. But it crept on.
Yeah.